We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more or gain, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it for. It's Thursday, April 29th, 2021, which means it's time for another edition of Thursday Thoughts with Richard. Today, I want to focus on a quote from a book uh, by David Goggins called Can't Hurt Me. He quoted a Greek philosopher named Heraclitus who was alive about 500 BC. Now there's some, I looked it up. There's some dispute, some debate on who actually said this. It's attributed to him and some other writings about a thousand years later. So for the sake of it, we're going to assume he wrote it, but it says out of every 100 men, 10 shouldn't even be here. 80 are just targets. Nine are the real fighters and we're lucky to have them for they make the battle. Ah, but the one, one is a warrior and he will bring the others back. So David Goggins was talking about this in a literal warfare situation. Um, Obviously, this is talking about battle and how they fought 2,000 years ago. And even up to probably, I did some research on this because, you know, I'm kind of a nerd and I started going down a rabbit hole with it. But even up until probably World War I, we fought wars. You lined up a bunch of men, you marched towards each other, and basically the slaughter ensued. Um, Pretty much what you see in Braveheart or... Uh, Troy or some of these movies um, out there that that you may look at, Gladiator. Um, it's pretty accurate to what would have happened using Calvary and, and a lot of other things. I won't get into the technical side of that, but we have to think about the war in terms of that. Because now does one warrior make a difference on the battlefield? I don't know. But David Goggins talked about it because he he claims he is the hardest man that God ever built. And for all intents and purposes, he may actually be. Um, But that's for another podcast. But I want to talk today about the 1% because I think we have this negative connotation with what the 1% is. We associate it with the Wall Street movement of let's eat the rich kind of mindset. Let's get rid of the 1% when really we should have been protesting the one-tenth of 1% because to be 1% um, as far as income goes in this country, it's not a huge number. Now, some of you may be listening going, wow, it is a huge number. But if you're between 30 and 40 and you make over $250,000 a year, you're probably in the 1% of income earners for your age bracket. But I think we got a negative thought process with that, that wealth was a bad thing. But I don't want to talk just about wealth, although I think it's a component in this. Um, do you want to be the 1%? A lot of people will say yes immediately. Yes, I want to be in the 1%. I'm not talking about just financial, the 1% of your field, the 1% of your endeavor, the, you know, the, being the top 1% of podcasters, 1% of YouTubers, 1% of insurance salesmen, or 1% of retail sales, like whatever it is, you want to, do you want to be in the top 1%? That's a legitimate question you have to ask yourself. I think most of you listening that would take the time to listen to a podcast about self-improvement or watch our YouTube or follow us on social media are probably in that 10%. So we'll say the nine warriors plus the one. Most of you are in that 10%. But I want to take this quote a little bit at face value. Um, when you read the last line of it, it says, ah, but the one, one is a warrior and he will bring the others back. So what I started thinking about what differentiates the nine from the 1%, let's forget about the other 90%. Because I think you've already established by listening to this, that you're in that 
that you want more out of life, that you want to achieve things that others, maybe they don't care about, or maybe they can't, but you are there and you're capable of it. What differentiates those nine from the 1%? Because I truly do feel like most of us, a lot of us fall into that 9%. Think about, um, we, we relate things a lot of times to what we're familiar with. So we'll use athletic endeavors, for example. Look at some of the top athletes in the world, or at least the most successful. Uh, I'll use Tom Brady as an example um, because we usually, I, I think he probably is the GOAT, the greatest of all time in, in football as a, at the quarterback position. But is he the most skilled? Can he throw the ball the farthest, the hardest, the most accurate? No. Can he run the fastest? No, dude's pretty slow. Um, can he lead a team? Absolutely. So I started thinking about all of these examples of great, great athletic people who were not the most skilled, who were not the most talented. They did possess a work ethic beyond what others had. And so they differentiated themselves from the other nine, right? I mean, to get into that 1%. So to me, when we read that last line, Oh, but the one, one is a worry and he will bring the others back. What that meant in those times was those 80 that were targets that were standing around. Sometimes when things got hard and we'll use this in battle, you know, battle context, when it got hard, they turned around and ran. And what differentiated the 1% from even the other nine and those 90 was he had the ability to motivate and turn them around. They, I had read a lot about this this week, and Napoleon apparently was fearless. He won many, many battles because he personally rode out on the field and led them, and the men followed. I'm thinking William Wallace and, and Braveheart, even though that's really historically not accurate, especially having Scottish roots. I've researched it a lot as well. But you can think about that man who on the battlefield inspires them. He may not have been nobility. He may not have been a king, but he had the people's respect and love and they followed him to death and in life. And so the one, the difference to me and how you transition from the nine to the one is your ability to lead people, your ability to motivate people, your ability to keep people fighting on the battlefield when all hope is lost. And I truly think when you look at a lot of the great athletes that we've seen in the last, say, 50 years, the best at what they did, they were able to lead people and motivate. Same thing with coaches. What separates someone like Bill Belichick? And we could get into the whole debate with Tom Brady. Was it Brady or was it Belichick or was it both? What separated him from the other coaches in the league? He had an undeniable desire to win but he knows how to lead people. And so I think it doesn't matter what industry you're in, what field, if we're talking athletic, we're talking business, we're talking family, anything, your ability to lead, your ability to get people to follow you, your ability to motivate people is what will take you from the 9% to the one. So I'm going to ask you this question again. Do you want to be in the 1%? And if you do, and you're in that 9% looking in going, man, I'm a great warrior. Why am I not in that 1%? I want you to look at what can you do better to lead people? What can you do to get them to follow you? 
charging out in the field of battle in your field and your profession is the way. Lead them by example, motivate them, learn how they tick. You can be the best warrior in the world, but if people don't follow you, you'll be fighting by yourself. And I think that's where a lot of us fall as entrepreneurs. You have to work on getting people to follow you because that one warrior, what made him special was his ability to bring the others back. So I want you to think about that. If you like what you hear, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, Leave us a five-star review on Apple for this podcast. Um, Take a screenshot, share it with your friends, share it with any family and uh, family, friends, coworkers, anybody that you think would benefit from our message. Um, we got a great podcast coming out Monday. Um, Caitlin and I were talking about Atomic Habits, a book by James Clear. Um, Look forward to that. Make sure to subscribe though, so it automatically downloads for you. And you do everything you can to keep living it full. Listen to this entire episode. That means you gain some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Living Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Living Full Podcast.